0: Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who?
1: Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. I went to an awesome summer camp, you guys. You could jump onto a big air-filled pillow called the Blob and it would launch you into the lake. You could roller skate in summer or ice skate in the winter. You could try to mount the giant floating log that spun in your hands in the water. I would listen to Nirvana on my Walkman at night in my bunk. And I would try not very successfully to put a tampon in for the first time. We would play capture the flag. There would be singing and a sermon at night, and I would walk in the forest and look up at the stars and think about how God made them and He made me. And there were cute boys. Annie, did you ever go to summer camp?
2: I sure did. Can you please tell me about it? Certainly. I went to Girl Scout camp every summer for a couple years. Uh huh. Before I got kicked out of Girl Scout. The camp was called Elowin. I don't know where it was. Camp was <laughs> Somewhere in the mountains. I have no spatial concept of where that was. I suppose I could look it up. I think it was near like Dinky Creek, probably near the Shaver area. Uh-huh. If those two things are close, I don't know. I think they are. Great. Went to camp every year. I loved it. I thought yeah, it was what great. Did,
1: what did you do there?
2: We had like weird camp activities. Like, you know, candle making where you dip string in hot wax until you have a candle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We learned how to make butter, <laughs> you know, like in a churn or like they showed us the churn, but we didn't get to use that. We had to like do it in a jar and just shake it and like your hands get and wrists get really tired after a little while. I but mean, I, also I, makes I, me think they were teaching us something else.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're like the fourth conversation I've had about summer camp and I just want you to know no one else has mentioned butter making. Really? I know. It's shocking.
2: Shit. What did they learn? <laughs>
1: like archery and rappelling
2: we definitely didn't learn rappelling we may or may not have done archery i don't remember i definitely did that in junior high like as part of our pe thing good and i i was really good at it
1: <laughs> i feel like you and i should go shoot some arrows 100 percent. i did look it up at one point and i think that you can go and do it in golden gate park which seems super fun
2: i am so down for that okay it might be a good way to like expel some of the rage that I'm holding very tightly in my body.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what else did you do? Did I don't you... know.
2: We went on like nature walks and shit. Yeah,
1: I like nature walks.
2: Um there was probably like some story time. I definitely remember like doing like the mess hall thing mm-hmm. and like either helping set the table or helping pass out the food or helping clear the table, things like that. Uh-huh.
1: Did you stay in a cabin with girls you already knew?
2: No, because you didn't – not everybody from the troop went to camp. Okay. It was just
1: – You were mixed in.
2: Yeah, so there were randos. I don't really remember a lot of the other girls from camp. I didn't form any, like, lasting friendships. And I think they came from, like, all over the state. hmm So – Yeah, like, uh,
1: Mike had just got back from camp, and she has new best friends. And probably part of it is that they exchange phone numbers and emails. So it's, like, super easy – For them to, like, reconnect the next day and continue with their inside jokes that they established, you know? Like, when we went to camp, you would have to write a letter. Right.
2: (laughs) I do remember writing letters.
1: Right. But that would last, you know, for, like, one month, and then the person was gone forever, so.
2: Right. Also, I don't think I really wrote letters to those people afterwards. I think it was more like writing letters home to the friends that I had. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, emails and personal phone numbers were not a... Not a thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah, I I literally don't remember any names. Have no faces in my brain. Yeah. What other fun things did you do? Yeah, I remember going on hikes. Yeah, there was like a heart attack hill that you had to walk up. Uh um, There was this like old rope bridge that was really scary Mm -hmm. and probably Mm -hmm. not up to code.
1: Yeah, I did one of those like high, I don't know what they call it, but you have to like claim up. A tree situation and then a high rope. It was like a tree course, you know? Like a high ropes tree course thing. And I am totally afraid of heights and hated that and refused to like jump off the thing at the end. I was But not. you have to
2: jump off the... No. You know,
1: like with a harness or whatever, but no, I was not.
2: I don't remember that type of activity. Mm-hmm. That did, was about Did you it.
1: like it? Did you come back like stoked? Like I want to go again.
2: Yes. I liked going to camp because I like trees and being... Outside in mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. I It was like before I think bug repellent got really good though. Oh no. And before I like really understood the need to apply sunscreen on my body every 20 minutes. Oh. So there were certain aspects of it obviously that I did not like. Yeah. Like being sunburned and being covered in mosquito bites. Mosquito bites right. which I am allergic to. Right. So they are more like wilts. Right. So um, yeah I remember my mom like. I mean, like, just tie this dryer sheet in your belt loop, and that'll keep the mosquitoes away. It didn't. Wow. No. Not yeah. effective. No. Not effective at all. No. Now I know better. I reapply the sunscreen constantly. Right. And I basically based myself in DEET. <laughs> yes. And then I'm able to enjoy nature to the fullest.
1: Right. Let's hear some other summer camp memories first up is my punk rock mom friend cindy chi sitman so when did you go to korea camp
4: oh korea camp i think that was freshman between freshman and sophomore year i don't remember tell me everything about it i was there for i think it was two weeks and it took over a university just outside seoul is there a name of this do you know if it still exists the program? I could find out. I can't remember the name of it. I used to know, but if I heard it, I would yeah. know it, you know. and it, But it was a small university, and it was these two dorms, and they were basically these two sort of towers. One side was the boys, and one side was the girls, and this little common area in between. Had you been to Korea before? I had been to Korea before with my parents, but it was very – um It was just – marketplaces and then like a tourist destination Uh for our sake you know it was my mom wanting to shop and yeah 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 (laughs) you know commerce of some sort but i'd never had any experience and i was a little kid i was probably like nine or something when that happened yeah so being a teenager and put in this place with all of these teenagers i mean it had to be at least maybe 200 kids wow like it was big yeah was a big program and it was just high school age kids, and there were, they were from all over the world, everywhere. I can't think of a country that wasn't represented, but a ton of Canadians. Uh huh. So many Canadians. One of my boyfriends was from Canada. <laughs> John Kim. I can say his name because there are so many John Kims. But it was specifically
1: <laughs> for Korean Korean
4: kids that did not grow up in Korea. Got it. And it was a cultural immersion program and they did these big like taekwondo exhibitions, you know, in this huge hall and everybody be sitting around and there was a little bit of language, but most of the kids knew Korean. So that kind of sucked. There were really only six of us that didn't really speak Korean Mm -hmm. and we were definitely it, it, we were shamed. Oh yeah, it was really like, well, you know, you don't know Korean, so mm-hmm. you don't even get to know what we're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. too fucking bad. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So it was me and those. They were uh, Norwegian. Uh-huh. Yeah, because when the dudes was a total like Norwegian metalhead, like black metal guy, it was hilarious. And they <laughs> were the only other hoppas. It was me and them. Everyone else was full blooded Korean, oh. not not mixed. And those, they were two brothers. And their English was definitely better than their Korean. So that was cool. I learned learned about Norwegian black metal (laughs) from the source. (laughs) (laughs) These kids, they don't know.
1: How does that come
4: up? Like the I'm mixed versus full Korean conversation? It doesn't have to come up. Mm. It's like when I was a kid, when it was less common, a lot of times there's you make that eye contact like no i recognize you mm-hmm. especially in a room full of white people or in a room full of asian people um certainly korean people like the the we stand out you know we look as white to them as we look asian mm-hmm. to white people okay you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't know i mean i don't think it, not everybody was affected by it mm-hmm. as much as i was and i don't know But there's definitely a camaraderie amongst people that are of mixed race, Mm -hmm. no matter what, not just Asian and white or, you know, like even I've had great conversations with people that are half black and half white. And, you know, I have a friend who's black and Japanese and it's like these, it's interesting to see how the cultures are and other people's perceptions of the cultures are affected by the mixture, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've always found it interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my friend Brandy that came over last night is half Mexican, half Japanese. Uh-huh. And she said, like, the two cultures are so different. So different. And she just felt pulled in two different Couldn't directions. more
4: different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the beauty of being mixed with white is at this point, if you're American white, mm-hmm. there isn't that much of a culture. There is. No white culture. So, American
1: white culture does not exist.
4: Right. So so it's really easy to just get sucked into which the stronger yeah. sort of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have no cultural identity.
4: Right. I feel like even white people that are married to other white people that are Italian, mm-hmm. everyone yeah. becomes Italian. Oh,
1: completely. Yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah. It's like close enough. I'll take mm-hmm. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Super into spaghetti. Well,
4: my my uh, German father-in-law shouts off familia before every meal
1: <laughs> the legend in my family is that we have some Native American heritage the legend uh-huh. the legend uh, apparently there's some family tree that shows some lovely Native American woman <laughs> in there and we clung to that so hard to have <laughs> some kind of identity and my mom did like the 23 and me thing and she was like
3: I
4: have bad news <laughs> She was the nanny <laughs> yep just boring
1: ass white bread that's what that said oh, that's so funny <laughs> it's like wah
4: wah i met this uh native american actor one time who said that like his best pickup line is are you part cherokee because <laughs> like so many white girls would be like oh my, oh my god, god how can you
3: talk?" you can see it
4: 32 generations ago it's there so funny he said yeah. it worked like a charm mm-hmm. said it kind of worked on carmen electra
1: <laughs> i forgot carmen electra existed
4: well he was on that episode of baywatch <laughs> with the native americans oh god that one episode it was probably about pollution
1: right Problem. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> terrible
1: terrible next is recovering lawyer stephanie liefer so I know that you also have a summer camp that is very special oh, in your heart.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I of course went to the specialty camp, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Jew camp. Uh-huh. Which like I didn't know was a thing, obviously, until I was a little older. Until
1: you were like, not everyone's Jewish or we, well, no, I mean
0: I knew not everyone. That's why I went to Jew camp. It's <laughs> because those are the only Jews I know. I grew up in Fresno, man. The only other Jew I knew was my brother bit of an exaggeration but um, yeah what do you what do you do there it was really i think i imagine just like any other camp i mean like but you yeah, don't know there was yeah i don't know but i do know i mean yeah there was some like juice stuff interspersed in right but like the gist of it camp was real big on um actually ours they were really big a lot of ultimate frisbee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which like back in the day not it wasn't a thing right so we played it a lot at camp so and did then, Jews like, invent Ultimate Frisbee? I don't think on the West Coast. They I may think have. So. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. Because, like, then when I went to college, there were, the, like, I went to UC San Diego, and there were, there was an Ultimate Frisbee team. Of, I knew a ton of the people on the teams because, like, the star players were all the people that I knew from camp. Ah, uh-huh. Like, and this was, like, throughout, because, like, we grew up playing it, and everyone else just started playing in college. Wait, so. did we live
1: in San Diego at the same time? We
0: may have.
1: I was there, like, 97 to 98. Then,
0: yeah. <gasps> oh, my god. Because I was there 97 to 01.
1: Oh, we could have been best friends. could have. We had known each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if I had had a car.
1: <laughs> um, I had a car and it was a little BMW, like a two seater BMW. Nice. That you would have to push start. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, BMW is with quotes because so, the like connotation a, like that it was Flintstone nice. car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Fred Flintstone? Did you guys go to Tijuana? Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. I think it's not that easy to get over there
0: anymore now. Well, you we used to be able to just use your driver's license, which right. I don't think you can do anymore. Yeah, and
1: you could just, like, walk across and mm-hmm. then stumble mm-hmm. drunkenly yeah, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I swore
0: after I turned 21 that I would never go back again. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so back to camp. So what camp. what were the Jewy things that you did?
0: Jewy things that we did, well, like, the before and after, the meal prayers, right? And then... Every night before dinner, there'd be, like, a short prayer service. It was maybe, like, 20 minutes. But it was a lot of, like, singing. Mm-hmm. That's what I really liked mm-hmm. about it because it was mostly singing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, our camp, it was a lot. It was really, like, music and art camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I was older that, like, one of the reasons that it was so chill and, like, so music-y and art-y and whatever was not just because it was in the Santa Cruz Mountains, but because all of our counselors were high. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't until we were older Uh we were like, oh, now, like, things started making sense of, like, you know, things that we did at camp and, like, Uh you know, some of the weird, I can't even think of any, like, specifics right now, but, like, some of the, like, funny stuff. Camp tradition. Yeah. It made a lot more sense when you realized your counselors were high. Right.
1: True. Yeah. I don't know if my camp counselors were high, but there was definitely so much silliness, and that's what was really fun about it. And lots of singing. Singing was like my favorite part of camp. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 So you have lifelong friends from your
0: camp.
1: Yes. So yeah, how, no, did, how did that come about?
0: Um, well, part of it, I think, was not, it was a mixture of camp, but also like Jewish youth group stuff like each of our local synagogues were kind of like networked in this there's this whole organization of reform judaism it's Mm -hmm. actually now called the union of reform judaism Mm -hmm. the urj and it's a network of all of the reform synagogues through north america um so you know that they're and then the each youth group then is also networked. So we had not only like my local group, which wasn't a ton of kids, but was way more fun. Was our regional area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kids like a lot of kids from San Francisco area, from Sacramento, and so we would get together for a couple weekends a year. And then there was a smaller group of us that were like you know we. We're like, you know, organized the events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we went to camp together during the summer and then we would also see each other during the year. So what other events during the year did you do? Oh, uh, during the year there were like weekend things. So like, and it was almost like mini summer camp condensed into a couple of days, but only with high school kids. Mm-hmm. So it was super fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and like it was the high school kids that were like running the show. So planning all the activities yeah. and doing all the things. So it was really, it was, it was fun. One... Or two of the weekends throughout the year would actually be at the summer camp. Oh, okay. Um, and then other times it would be like you know in Fresno, a, a bunch of kids would come to Fresno, and one of the nights we would all split up and go to different people's houses. So like eight or nine kids would come over to my house and all spend the night one night, and then the next night we would all just crash at the synagogue, mm-hmm. like at the temple, and like mm-hmm. the social hall, and mm-hmm. have like a big slumber party. I don't. I'm guessing that they don't do that anymore cuz it was boys and girls sleeping together like yeah we called in them, we had those rooms. at yeah. my church and we called them lock-ins. Lock-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah, that kind of exactly that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we would probably call them that too. But yeah. Did you have any summer camp romances? Sure. Yeah. I mean that's what it was about. So okay. <laughs>
4: In actually, so
0: in, in youth group stuff in high school, a friend and I, and this was not an original idea, I'm sure others did this, but we created this point system. Oh, no. Where you got points depending on, like, different people that you hooked up with. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This
1: is one of those summer camp movies.
0: Yeah. No, and it was, like, a thing. And we, like, went to this one, like, nationwide event. And we took stickers. Tons of people had stickers on the back of their name tag with their point value. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and it was, like, this thing, and everybody was, like, you know, it, I mean, it was a joke. No yeah, one was yeah. actually doing it, you know, like, counting point totals. Or, right, right, right. Or what, I but mean, they maybe were people still were, hooking up. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why we were all there. <laughs> and we kind of justified. We're, like, everyone's parents are fine with it. They want us all to make Jewish babies anyway. Right, so like, yeah. Right. It's condoned. They're, they're fine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least that's we justified it. We're, like, we're not... No one has a problem with it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But you didn't actually talk to your parents and confirm that. I know.
0: I don't <laughs> I just, you know, I knew. I know. how. how mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: So, so many of those people, I feel like, are lifelong yes. friends. Oh, totally. So what do you think made those bonds so strong?
0: Um, well, then some of us also went to college together. You know, this morning I'm, I was um, texting with a friend of mine who lives in Sacramento, and she and her family are coming to San Francisco for the weekend Yeah, so she and I, we did youth group stuff together in high school, and she grew up in Sacramento, and and then we were roommates in college, you know, because then we go to college and we were all in California anyway, so most of us ended up at California schools, and then you had friends already, you know, you weren't there alone. So mm-hmm. there was that. But then after college, a bunch of people in the same network all moved to DC and sort of lived in the same area oh. um, and stayed friends that way. And like, I, you know, we all just kind of stayed friends and a lot of people in the group got married, you know, like, yeah, like married for, each other, yeah, married each, yeah, yeah, married yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Like
1: how many couples do you know got married from
0: camp? <sighs> Let's see. I mean at least at least four that I can just count very quickly yeah. like of people that I've seen in the last like couple of months
1: wait so is your first marriage from at my Jew first camp? marriage
0: yeah oh my With somebody gosh. that I met at camp when I was 16
1: oh mm-hmm. and then so did you guys start dating at camp or it wasn't until no after?
0: it wasn't until after college that we started dating mm-hmm. but we started hanging out because we knew each other from before
1: how did Jews feel about divorce I guess I should same say... As, same as anyone else. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah.
0: Um, I, I mean, mean, I
1: guess you can't, like, generalize all Jews. So when I'm you're talking, like,
0: like, super traditionally, yeah, these I don't know. Santa but, Cruz like,
1: Jews, how do they look upon divorce? Oh,
0: yeah, just like anybody else. Like, oh, well, better luck next time, yeah. you know? Like, that kind of sucks, but yeah. let's move on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm. like, that's that, that's too bad. I mean, it's it's a tragedy, right? Mm. It's like anything else. It's like, it's just it's too bad. But it's not like... I, no one well there's no no help, one shunned right or, yeah no just okay so that
1: that helps mm-hmm. yeah because okay. christians are
0: like well going to hell for that yeah so. but also like i don't think that that's something in judaism like the idea like this like heaven hell kind of idea or like what happens to you, it's it's about the kind of person that you are mm-hmm. it's not like things like that that like happen to you right mm-hmm. it's like are you a good person do you share your things um getting divorced doesn't have any bearing mm-hmm. on who you are as a person no, oh, right? That's a far superior attitude than
1: <laughs> than what I grew up with. I mean, like
0: I have to tell you, like the, my idea of like how like, Christianity handles like good and bad is probably a little skewed. It's from like watching these like crazy evangelical style movies that were on late at night and <laughs> my brother and I would watch. <laughs> I remember like watching these movies of like people who were terrible people, but as long as they like accepted Jesus right before they died, everything yeah, yeah. was cool. Right, right. And right, which we right, thought right. was effing crazy. Right, <laughs> we're like, really? This is like this religion is teaching people that it's fine. Right. you can be a dick just as long as you as you like ask it. Like that just was like a totally foreign thing. Yeah. I mean I'm into a
1: good redemption story But like let's
0: do it before our deathbed Be nice to each other Go ahead and make out all you want (laughs) Just be nice to each other I mean I can tell you
1: from reading all these notes of 12 year olds Uh God made us to make out Oh yeah yeah. It is a primary spiritual and physical driver (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah Makes sense Checks out We Like all religions can agree on that right
4: As far as I know
1: Corey Parker says that her travels as an early teen were not to camp, but to conferences, and she has agreed to share the notes that she wrote during these academic adventures. What is it called? Model UN. The oh, you have to tell me about Model UN camp.
3: So Model UN, we're pretending we are the Model United Nations, and so we would have things at school. We talk about it. We would go to conferences, and we'd have to prepare. And we'd pick a country prior to, and we'd have to figure out what their stance was about whatever we were going to do. So if Mm -hmm. it was the World Health Organization, they'd give us a problem to solve, Mm -hmm. and then we'd have to come to a resolution about it, Mm -hmm. supposedly. Most of the time, we'd write dumb notes.
1: Clearly, you did. Clearly. What do you think about the United Nations now?
3: I am very hopeful in them. I put a (laughs) lot of trust in them that they are governing... This giant ball we stand on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember why you picked South Africa? Because
3: I thought, no. I also <laughs> really, the other country I liked picking was Estonia. Oh, yeah. I had a friend from Estonia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any idea where Estonia is located? Mm-hmm. Near Russia. Near Russia. And the okay. that general. Thank you You're for welcome. that bit of information
3: and hand gesture. <laughs> So I can tell that some of this is from, and it's stapled. Ooh. Ooh, why the staple? Because I think that these are all from Model UN. And so when you needed to talk to another country, you would pass a note. South Africa, that is stupid. Tell him you had you a, had f- a flash. flash. Me. Well, if you love him a lot, then stop loving Jason. <laughs>
1: That's good advice.
3: To Corey hi I, it's sarah. i sarah i think you should tell him that you told him about it even though nothing happened oh. because you wanted to be honest with him mm. see if that works sarah who Ooh, who who, 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 who. <laughs> Corey. so basically what is going on with you and you know who
1: elizabeth
3: Hungry again? Uh, Hungry. So clearly, do
1: you know who Jason is? Do you have any idea
3: what they're talking about? Yes, I do. Did you have
1: a boy you hooked up with that model you in?
3: Let's keep going and find out. I'm so excited. So let's see. Hmm. Corey, I got up to talk once. So did Elizabeth. It's been kind of boring though because we keep debating about the same stuff. WB Sarah, hungry. don't forget about me Elizabeth so I'm pretty sure this was also in Berkeley Mm -hmm. because we would go out of town on trips I told you to dump him already Elizabeth what are you guys doing in Pulsec? oh so here's the other thing about this I'm pretty sure we are making other people take notes to other rooms for us
1: whoa because
3: I'm pretty sure they're in a different Who is the World Health Organization? Uh And I was in Polsec, which I don't remember what that stands for. Corey, we have something of value to you. How badly do you want it? We are hungry. Love Love chili. chili. (laughs) (laughs) One more. Okay. Dump the idiot.
1: We are a lucky bunch of kids who had the privilege to explore nature, other countries, and even her own spirituality. These experiences at camp expanded our capacity to understand and potentially solve the world's problems. Except maybe butter-making. Though when our food systems crash and the apocalypse begins, Annie will be the first person I call. Because butter makes everything better.